1: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Basketball and football, the topics of the night. Colts taking on the Texans. that has been an interesting game. Plus, we'll talk some IU basketball, high school basketball, small college basketball. Right now, though, it's time for the man, the star of the show, the Minister of Information It's Network Indiana's Brendan King.
2: Coach, you are the best. Great to be with you and Corbin on this busy Saturday night around the Hoosier State. We'll begin with what's happening at Lucas Oil Stadium right now. Remains 14-6. The Texans on top of the Colts in a win, and you're in ball game. The victor tonight will make the NFL playoffs. The loser more than likely will be out. There are some scenarios that would need to occur. It would be extremely far-fetched, but for the grand scheme of things, you probably won't make the playoffs. Now there's one more layer to it. The winner of this game also has a chance to win the division, the AFC South. That's because Indianapolis, Houston, and Jacksonville, all of them are 9-7. and seven. If the Jaguars lose to the Tennessee Titans tomorrow, be it the Titans are only 5-11, and 11, the winner of the Houston and Indianapolis game would win the AFC South and host a playoff game at home crazy scenarios as the Texans on top of the Colts now Houston did have the ball to open the third quarter they did nothing with it the Colts right now have the football and Jonathan Taylor just ran for a first down two touchdown passes so far tonight for CJ Stroud including Houston's first play from scrimmage going for 75 yards to Nico Collins for a long touchdown two field goals in the game for Matt Gay. Over to the Indiana Pacers, who on the second half of a back-to-back fell to the Celtics, final 118-101. Indiana put up 150 last night, still get over the century mark tonight. Pacers fall to 20-15 and 15 on the year, marks an end to a six-game winning streak. Leading the way off the bench, Ben Matherin, he had 20 points in 35 minutes, 17 points for Tyrese Halliburton, but he healed, chipped in with 15 to some college basketball. Right now, the Indiana Hoosiers in the thick of battle against Chris Oltman's Ohio State Buckeyes from Assembly Hall. Hoosiers on top, 66-59. That's with two and a half to go in the second half. That game was back and forth. One team led by one or two, then the other team stormed back to lead by one. Hoosiers have led it by five or six consistently over the last few minutes. Indiana shot the ball well, 41% from deep, 90% from the free-throw line. Hoosiers look for a major win in the Big Ten. Talk some more college basketball. Notre Dame fell at home to number 14 Duke, final of 67-59. Right now, Southern Indiana trails Tennessee Tech. That's a score of 45-38 with 13 and change left in the second half. Wright State upsets Purdue-Fort Wayne. That's a big one. Wright State wins 106-98, high scoring. Now the Mastodons put together one of the best starts to the year in the Hoosier State among college basketball teams. They fall to 13-3. and They were rolling. Let's break it in with the Colts again. Jonathan Taylor, a 49-yard rushing touchdown, has the Colts right back in the game. It's 14-12, and the Colts look like they're going to go for two. Yes, they are going for two with an opportunity to tie things up. It's 14-12 right now with 9.56 left in the third quarter to some high school basketball. We've talked about all that overtime action so far tonight. There are four games to speak of, including Trinity Lutheran's OT win over Henryville, 60-57. Overtime required for a second straight night for Bloomington North. They beat Bloomington South in OT yesterday, not faring so well tonight against Seymour, losing 43-40. Double OT, Norwell beat Leo 69-63. And an extra time, North White got South Newton by a penny, 46-45. Let's talk about some county tournaments. Wayne County tournament, Centerville topped Northeastern 49 42. White River Valley tournament, Bar Reeve over White River Valley 52 24. And the Colts have executed a two point conversion. Gardnerman, Minshew to Mo Cox. Tie game, third quarter 14 0. Welcome back, everyone.
1: I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network College Basketball. Today in the Mid-American Conference, Central Michigan beats the Ball State Cardinals. This is a tough one. Ball State losing this one. 71-65 from the Ball State Network. Our good friend David E. and David, this is a tough one. You know, they uh found themselves down uh what, 10 with about 11 minutes to go, climb back, have a chance to tie and uh, come up short and, and and lose a tough one uh at home. A very tough one at home to Central Michigan today.
0: Yeah, it really hurts Bob. Cars go to 0 and 2 of the Mid-American Conference. This was a Central Michigan team that lost at home against a 1 and 11 Buffalo. Five no, they were no. four for 35 from three-point land in their last two games. And you can guess what happened today. Yeah, um, they yeah. they go nine of 23. and have um, seen this you know, movie. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, uh, but, you know, you mentioned it. the Cardinals battled back. Cut this thing to a two-point uh, game and had two possessions to tie or take the lead in the end, and turned it over both times. Never even got a shot up, and Central Michigan was able to seal the deal with a couple free throws. So, you know, the cars had been undefeated, a perfect seven-zero at home. So, uh, really, a tough loss uh, to go zero and two, and and to win that game, at, lose that game at
3: Worthing.
1: Yeah, and, and the first thing people want to say is there's something wrong. You know, what, what, the, the, that's the question. Well, what's, wrong with the, what's wrong with the Cardinals? Well, number one, you're playing in a pretty good league. Uh, and the other team's trying to win, too, just like you guys are. But it's it's not easy to win games. But it's disappointing to have played that well at home. And as you point out, 0-2 to start your conference play is really not good.
0: Yeah, it's definitely not. And, you know, if you look at one of the areas, you know, the Cardinals are just not getting much production from the bench. If you take the first two games, the loss against Kent State and today, the Cardinals bench Mm -hmm. has been outscored 60 seven to 13. Uh, Zane Dowdy is out. The freshman re-injured his foot. He's out for the remainder of the season. So, Mm. you know, Mm. you you, you know how it is. You've got to have guys that are able to come in and, and, you know, get you a bucket, get you a stop. And, um, you know, it's really hurt. And I I will tell you that um, the bright spot, if there was one today, is the play of Davion Bailey. He had a career-high twenty-one, four of 10 from deep, and um, he has really come on in the last couple games. And so I know he's going to be playing with a lot of confidence, but for the Cardinals to get to where they want to be, they've got to get some help from the bench and have other guys step up and contribute.
1: Yeah and that's not just in the short run that that is obviously for the remainder of the of the max schedule because uh injuries are going to be a part of it uh, guys are going to have bad nights we all know all these things but you know they get a chance to take on Akron at home again on Tuesday uh and, and I would say there's a, a lot of importance in this game for a variety of reasons coming up on Tuesday night
0: well, there's no doubt about it. And look, I mean, Akron is the league favorite. They are ten and four. They're two and zero in the league. They've got the nation's leading rebounder, and Enrique Freeman, and uh, they're loaded. You know, so it's going to be a tough test, I think, for a confidence factor if the cards mm-hmm. can get on the board, get that home win against the team like Akron and show, Hey, we can play with anybody if we play the right way. Um, you know, and it doesn't get any easier because after Akron, you got to go on the road at Toledo, who's also two and zero. but, um, I would be shocked if the Cardinals don't come out and play with a lot of energy mm-hmm. and, um, give Akron a game on Tuesday night.
1: So, in, in your perspective, what is it you see that uh, might be uh, holding these guys back right now?
0: Well, if you talk to Mike Lewis, and, you know, the one thing he points to is right now he's not seeing the level of toughness that he wants and yeah. the number yeah. of mental mistakes. And, look, you got a very inexperienced team. You're playing a lot of young guys' minutes. That's That's going to happen. But when things... Go south, you know, and there's a little adversity. He needs mm-hmm. these guys to play with more toughness right. and to be the aggressor. And for a team like Central Michigan, you know, who was reeling, they really hadn't played well, to come into your home gym. And, um, you know, they just answered every run the Cardinals made. And um, so I think if you're Michael Lewis, he's looking for your veterans to establish a level of toughness that he hasn't seen.
1: Ball State losing today to Central Michigan. They'll be in action at home on Tuesday night. David Eha from the Ball State Network, seventy-one sixty-five, the final in this one. David, thanks so much. Have a great week. You too, Coach. Thank you. Thank you. Coming up, scoreboard update with the man. He's the busiest guy you know. Brendan King, IU, Colts, high school basketball. Wow. It's good to be him. I wish I was him. I really do. We'll talk about it when we come back on Indiana Sports Talk.
2: I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Tie game at 14 between the Texans and the Colts. Seven and a half to go in the third quarter. Indianapolis with the football back. They just got a three and out from CJ Stroud. That has been a rarity tonight, with Stroud throwing for two touchdowns in that first half. Third quarter, the Colts have been better. Again, they tied things up at a long touchdown run from Jonathan Taylor, and then a two-point conversion touchdown pass. From Gardner Minshew to Mo Alley Cox. Minshew, 7 of 16 for 68 yards. Jonathan Taylor already 167 yards on the ground on 17 carries. JT is averaging 9.8 yards a carry. Tie game at 14 from Lucas Oil. The Indiana Hoosiers trying to close out a win against Ohio State. Just a few seconds to go. Hoosiers on top, 69-65. It would be Indiana's 11th win of the season. As for Southern Indiana, in a back-and-forth game against Tennessee Tech, 49-47, USI on top of the Golden Eagles, under-eight timeout of the second half. Notre Dame lost to number 14 Duke today, 67-59. It was Wright State getting the best of Purdue-Fort Wayne, 106-98. Purdue-Fort Wayne still a very good 13-3 on the season, but their first conference loss. As you heard, Central Michigan topped Ball State, 71-65. And Murray State got the win over Evansville, 81-59. Evansville has dropped three in a row, most recently before this Murray State game at Indiana State. We'll keep you posted on the Colts as we go. Tied up at 14-all. I'm Brendan King.
4: Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com.
1: Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. High school basketball tonight, South Ridge over northeast Dubois. 65-46, the head coach at South Ridge, Ryan Haywood, joins me. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations on the win and happy new year.
5: Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Happy New Year to you as well. You're welcome.
1: Well, you know, it's always good. So, um, you know, holiday break, sometimes you kind of have an idea what your team's about, sometimes you don't. Sounds to me like tonight your guys came out and played pretty well.
5: Yeah, we did. You know, we were we were going into the weekend 8 and 1 and our average score was 46 to 42. You know, it's right. pretty tight for a team 8 and 1 and we just had to figure out a way we're we're a better offensive team than that. Um, you know, we just had to tweak a few things we felt like, and, and, uh, we scored 70 something last night and then 65 tonight, you know, so it's good to see us kind of, I know we can score at a higher clip than 46 points a game. Um, but to do that and be eight and one and now move to 10 and one on the season, you know, I'm, I'm obviously pretty happy with our guys. Had you been turning it over, not shooting it well, or, or, or what were the problems? Well, we were a twenty-six percent three-point shooting team that shot Ooh. a bunch of threes. Uh, uh-huh. and I know Yikes. we're a better team, than, <laughs> you know, and, and right. I know we're a better team than that. Uh, shooting shooting's a strength of ours. It just hadn't translated into the games for whatever reason um so you know we just made emphasis on shooting you know quality over quantity and uh you know we shot it much better over 50 percent last night from three and tonight was in the 40 percent so um we're we're a good shooting team you know we just got to bring it to the game
1: sounds to me like you're a pretty solid defensive team uh with your shooting woes as they are at various times your guys are still locked in and guarding people
5: Oh yeah, and, and as you know, you know we make an emphasis on that. That's what you can hang your hat on. That travels. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah. That's there on off nights. That's there in the postseason. No one has scored fifty on us all year, um, which we take you know, you know a lot of pride in. Right. Uh, but if, but if we can make some shots along the way and just give our our margin of victory you know, get our margin of victory up there a little bit where we're not having to scratch and claw. We were we were six zero and could have easily been one and five. You know, but. But we made some big shots. Tate Whitehead's probably, uh, you know, borderline. I would think an all-state caliber type player for us that that uh, had made some big shots. But um, you know, then we got other guys stepping up. You know, Brock Thacker, Junior. Camden Haywood, a sophomore. Davis Schwartz inside a junior. You know, these guys are are all stepping up tonight. We had four guys in double figures, which for us, you know, if Tate Tate gets that kind of help from mm-hmm. the supporting cast. You know, we're gonna be we're gonna be tough to beat.
1: Well, you've been tough to beat. As you mentioned, you're 9-1 and and nine and one now, 10-1, uh, and one. excuse me. I don't want to steal a, a win from you. Uh, only lost to, to a really oh, – Yeah, <laughs> they're hard to – listen, people don't understand. You understand it. When I talk to people, I tell them, hey, you have to understand it's not easy to win. I don't care who or where or what level or what sport. The other team's trying to win just like you are. It's not easy to win, so I don't want to take a hard-earned
5: win away from you at all no gosh please don't yes and you're right they're hard to win I got a ton of respect for all of these coaches that do all this all over the state all over the country I mean this is a grind every we talk to our kids you know we have the same motto everybody else has you no know, respect all fear none you know but but you respect your opponent they run the lines like you do they practice like you do they shoot like you yeah. do we're, yep. we're not the yep. only ones out there doing it you know and uh and, and you respect the, the work that your opponents put in as well
1: Well, you've beaten some good teams. The only loss was to a good Orleans team. And uh, Orleans obviously has beaten a lot of people. They're going to continue to to beat a lot of people. And Tom might be one of the best coaches there is uh, in Indiana. Uh, at any particular point. And so uh but your schedule doesn't get any easier from here. I'm looking at this schedule thinking, um I see some, I see some great games. Uh you know, you got you, you what do you have? Uh Mount Vernon Posey coming up um mm-hmm. next week. You have Princeton, Heritage Hills, Evansville Christian, Forest Park. Stop me. Though <laughs> that stretch right there will test anybody.
5: Yeah, and Gibson Southerns in there as well. I mean, we're going to have – yeah, we're going to find out. If we we played some good teams, but it definitely gets tough from, from here on out. Bar Reeves down there later in the year. So, um, good news for us, we lost our starting point guard and um, Gage, Gage – Warner and Roland Whitehead have filled in nicely for him. Right, Uh, right. Our our point guard, we lost him the third game of the year, and he's probably our second-best player. And he's our best defender for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, A junior, just kind of a true leader. I mean, just the heartbeat of our team. And we lose him game three against South Knox, and I wasn't sure how this was going to go. You know, I thought, oh, man, maybe we can just kind of stay 500 while he's out, you know, and then maybe try to gear it up at the end of the year. We get him back in the next couple of weeks, you know. That's really gonna really gonna make us a lot better. Uh, and not that the other guys haven't played well for us, but right, he's right. just a different cat. And um, you know, he's he's a, he's like I said, the heartbeat. Him and Tate, the heartbeat of this team. And to get him back, you know, I think you'll see us even take a take another step.
1: Well, it's hard enough to have a brand-new coach, new philosophy, new terminology, new everything, and then you lose a key player like that. that That's a difficult – to your kid's credit, that's a hard thing to bounce back from.
5: It is. And we went to Pike Central the very next night and won by two or three, like we did a lot of the games early on. but. I tell you what Bob th- these kids are are absolute dogs man I mean they mm-hmm. fight you and we might not always be the most skilled we're definitely mm-hmm. not the biggest our tallest kid's 62 um but man they just fight you and, and I'll go I'll go to battle with these guys any day of the week you beg for leadership you beg right, for it right. and, and you try to figure out how to make kids leaders I don't have to do that you know I I've got leaders I've got guys that hold other guys accountable and do it in the right way And I don't know how this will go. Like you said, the rest of our season, you know, the schedule is really, really tough. Right, right. These guys are, I would say this if we're 1-10, and and I mean it, these guys are absolutely awesome in the way they compete. And, um, you know, I I, I really, really like this team.
1: I would, too. Uh, Tonight, Southridge with a very impressive win over Northeast Dubois 65-46. Ryan Haywood, thanks Thanks. so much for the call. Best of Mm -hmm. luck next time out.
5: Okay, thanks for having me on, Bob. Appreciate it.
1: You're welcome. Thank you. Seymour beats Bloomington North tonight forty-three forty in overtime. Kirk Mann joins me. Coach, congratulations. Another grinder. You're grinding them out. You're making plays. Congratulations on the win tonight.
6: Uh, it, it took uh... – what, 36 minutes to
1: get 43 points? So, so uh, <laughs> you, you got one more than they did, <laughs> or three more. You got three more than three more. they did. So, no, yeah. A, so, it, it was a grinder,
6: a really good effort uh, defensively. Uh, you know, three quarters, we've. We were up by nine heading into the fourth quarter, and uh, we just had some bad possessions. We, we missed free throws that we normally haven't been missing, and, but uh, we ended up having three guys in double figures tonight. Uh, Michael Brooks did a really nice job. He, he, he handles the ball for us, he controlled the, the tempo of the game for us. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'd say if I had to, had to pick a guy tonight that really stood right. out, I think it would be him.
1: Don't you think though your kids, as many close games as you've been in, there's no panic. Uh, they, they they understand it. As a matter of fact, in some crazy way, almost feel relaxed when they're at this situation because they've done it before.
6: I do think they're they're confident right now in those situations, and like you said, as, as you do it a lot, you, you get a little more relaxed in those situations, and you kind of get used to it. and you know, that's the way it's going to be. Uh, you know, we're not going to run and hide from, from anybody. That's not going right. to happen. And uh, we've got to be able to grind and, and continue to have good good possessions on both ends of the floor. And, and we did the At the end of the overtime, we had two very good defensive possessions and uh, forced a turnover late and, uh, you know, got it back and, you know, made one or two free throws to put it to three and uh, just forced, uh, you know, a deep three-pointer at the buzzer, and we were just able to hang on. Who plays
1: well for you, Coach?
6: Well, you know, I already mentioned Michael Brooks. He did a really good job handling the right. ball and and orchestrating things. Uh, you know, Jalen Johnson tonight, uh, uh, he he does does a nice job. He's our inside player for the most part. He can he's athletic and explosive. He had a nice job. And Brady Hart did a nice job tonight too. He was in double figures, and we get great leadership and uh, from Brett Perry, night in and night out. And he defends. He's a very high defender. And. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's just a, he's a great kid. And, uh, you know, I could go on and on about these guys. We've been getting contributions from a lot of them, Ethan Cox and, and uh, Evan Hunter-Seer, a sophomore that's, that's playing some minutes in, in a reserve role. And uh, I also like Parker Thompson, and he, he's doing a nice job handling the ball in some situations. So we found a way to hold on tonight, and, uh, you know, that's that's important to be able to figure those things out. And so hopefully we can – Carry that forward here as we, we head into January and, and some more conference games.
1: Kirk Mann, some Seymour. Congratulations on the win. Good luck next week. Thanks, Coach.
6: Good talking to you.
4: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
2: Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. The Texans have reclaimed the lead over the Colts, three and change to go, third quarter. It's a field goal for Kaimi Fairnbairn, 51 yards. And the Texans are on top of Indianapolis again, 17-14. Colts had it tied momentarily on that long touchdown run from Jonathan Taylor, and the subsequent two-point conversion from Gardner Minshew to Mel Moale Cox. Nothing really going on this drive for Indianapolis. Jonathan Taylor just stopped in the backfield on a run, but again, plenty of time. Clock ticking, two and change left in that third quarter. Let's talk about some high school basketball. Hendricks County Tournament. Brownsburg got the best of Cascade 68-31 that was for fifth place in the third place game Plainfield blew out Tri-West 76-60 and for first place Avon wins the Hendricks County Tournament over Danville 68-42 Randolph County Tournament Winchester defeated Monroe Central 50-41 and the Ripley County Tournament it was Jackson Dell over Milan for third place 55-52 and then Batesville defeated South Ripley 52-47 for first place. The Indiana Hoosiers have a win. their 11th of the season over Ohio State, 71-65. That's from Assembly Hall. Just went final. The Buckeyes drop to 12-3. Malik Renew, great game, 23 points, 7 rebounds. Renew also went 10 of 16 from the field. Xavier Johnson added 18 points. The Hoosiers shot at 41% from deep. Houston leads Indianapolis at Lucas Oil Stadium third quarter. I'm Brendan King.
1: Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Season number 30. Glad you're with us. Indiana Donor Network is our sponsor tonight. And every night, college basketball, Duke beats Notre Dame 67-59. From Irish 101, Dr. Lynn Clark joins me. This was a good game. Thought the uh, Irish had chances at the end, Lynn, but unfortunately came up short against Duke.
7: Well, Bob, Mark Mitchell scored a game-high 24 points for Duke, pulled down 14 rebounds to lead the 14th-ranked Blue Devils past the fighting Irish. Notre Dame name is now 6-9 and nine on the season, 1-3 and three in the ACC. But, Bob, they should be 3-1 and one after two tough losses this past week. The other night against NC State, Notre Dame led 39 minutes, 59.6 mm. seconds. And they lose it 54-52, and then tonight they lose it by 7, 67-59. Marcus Burton leading the Fighting Irish with 18 points. Braden Shrewsbury came off the bench, hit four three-pointers, critical three-pointers to keep the Irish in the game. He finishes with 12 points, and then Kevin Jai pulled down 11 rebounds for the Fighting Irish. But a slow start in the second half for the Fighting Irish, poor free-throw shooting down the stretch, really the doom of the Fighting Irish. As I said, they dropped to 6-9 and on the year.
1: Who's coming up next for them?
7: They play Georgia Tech down in Atlanta on Tuesday in ACC Conference play against the Yellow Jackets.
1: Well... Uh, give me some bright spots. Give me something to be excited about with this group.
7: Well, I tell you, Notre Dame, after that, well, they finish up a six-game homestand. You saw the right. good, the bad, and the ugly. You saw a great win over Virginia. The bad <laughs> right. losing by trying to the Citadel, and then the ugly losing the other night in the final seconds to North <laughs> Carolina State. But in the post-game, Mike Shrewsbury was asked, hey, is there any moral victories? He said, maybe in the game no. of <laughs> cornhole there is.
8: He
0: does not yeah. take moves as well, no. but
7: I asked him, what did you see out of your team the past six games at home? And he said, these kids are going to fight. And that's something they're right. going to pay a dividend as they go on in conference play. But just knowing that you should be 3-1 in this league, in a league that they were picked not to win a conference game, right? That's some solid right. that Irish fans should take away from this loss tonight.
1: He's Dr. Lynn Clark, Irish 101, Notre Dame loses to Duke 67-59. Lynn, thanks for the call. Have a great weekend. You too, Bob. High school basketball tonight. North Davies beats Borden 38-33. Brent Dalrymple joins me. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations on a great weekend this weekend.
9: Yes, sir. It uh, certainly turned out that way. Uh, You know, I called you last night about the Eastern Green run and uh, did a little film study on that. And just just not to (laughs) go back too quick, but we had 21 points. We had 21 points with two minutes and 10 seconds left in the game last night against Eastern green. We won 39 to 38. So, um, we, we put on quite a spurt the last two ten right. to convert right. disaster. And then, uh, we came out and, uh, we actually made a lot of sense, uh, tonight and, uh, just put together probably the best basketball game we played all year and, uh, certainly not where we need to be, but, um, Kind of a light bulb went on for us uh, after what happened last night into tonight. So, uh, uh, good I, weekend I would... and uh, just what we needed.
1: I apologize for blowing through our interview last night. I I I, I, oh, I needed awesome. to spend more time with you, and I apologize for that. Well,
9: it but, was late but, too. It was
1: heck of oh, no that. That's no. You know what? That's not, I'm, I'm be, I I think I'm well, better at this than, than what I was last night. But <laughs> I'm glad you called. So you know what? What about the efficiency last night? Did it carry over into this game? Yeah,
9: yeah. I think I think the kids got some confidence and seeing some things work, and then. Um it, there's also a, a bit of a style of play as well and the team really came mm-hmm. after us tonight mm-hmm. and we we countered very well uh with kind, and that's kind of you know how we're built as a team. So um, you know, we just uh we really we, we had some meetings with our seniors this morning and really tried to iron some things out because, you know, we got a lot of new guys. I mean, there's no secret about it. But we're also 13 13 games in, and it's time for things to start clicking. And, uh, boy, tonight was a great step uh, towards that happening for us.
1: Yeah, you're at a point in the season now where you can't use inexperience as an excuse. Nope. <laughs> you, you've no. played enough games. You, you're an experienced group, uh, and or we're yeah. in trouble. Tonight, though, yeah. North Davis, big win, 38-33 over a good boarding team. Yeah. Brindell Dalrymple, great to talk to you. Congratulations. Good luck next time. Appreciate what you do, Coach. Thanks a lot. I appreciate the compliment. Thank you very much. Heritage Hills, number four and 3 eight. tonight. They beat Washington, 57-52. Nate Hawkins joins me. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations on a solid win for you and your kids tonight.
8: Well, I appreciate that, Coach. Um, yeah, we, uh, we really ground this one out here tonight uh, at the Hatchet House. Um, you know, tie game heading into the fourth quarter. Um, he made some big time plays down the stretch, uh, went 18 for 22 from the free throw line. Uh, that, that obviously helps you in, in winning close right. games. Um, and then there's, um, there's always the, uh, uh, the fact that, uh, we've got number 40 on our team, Trent Sisley. He made some big plays down the stretch, <laughs> uh, 29 yeah. points again tonight. Uh, he Man. was 10 for, 10 for 11 from the free throw line. Um, and really just kind of let us um, – I mean, sure. we had to make some adjustments on the defensive end and uh, really got some stops. They kind of uh, cut us up a little bit and we uh, were able to uh, get, some, get some really good looks for the first three quarters. I thought the fourth quarter our defense really won it. Uh, but, um, but, you know, um, overall, I mean, it was, this is was a very good weekend. We went on the road last night at Gibson Southern um at right the action house tonight to win uh, two conference games um next friday we go back on the road again for another conference game um you know really really proud of uh of our guys and uh and just hanging in there and finding a way uh, to get it done here tonight
1: so what did uh, the hall of famer gene miller do to you defensively what did he try to do against trent tonight well, they,
8: they were, uh, <laughs> primarily, um, just a man. And, and they just, obviously they were, uh, a shading, right. uh, Trent, right. um, and, you know, and trying to get real physical with him. And, um, uh, you know, I thought he uh, handled it really, really well. And, uh, and, and he kind of picked his spots. I mean, uh, you know, Trent is, uh, one thing about Trent is uh, he's a great passer and a willing passer. And, uh, you know, so we kind of spread it out late and, uh, as they were kind of running and jumping him, he was finding he was mm-hmm. finding our open guys. And I know late there was uh, Colton Hope uh, got a big bucket off of Trent. You know, his man went to double, and Trent recognized it right away, uh, hit him on a dime, and uh, we got a big bucket there late. Uh, but uh, um, you know, just uh, I, I think that uh, uh, our team uh, is is very very much connected uh, on both ends of the floor this year and uh just playing really well together and and every every night we go out we're getting everybody's best shot um of mm-hmm. course and um and I, and we're just kind of hanging in there and handling it and uh and finding ways um sometimes even when maybe we don't shoot the ball as well uh you know we're winning some games with our defense this year and and that's the biggest thing that I'm most proud about uh with this group
1: and you've toughened up your schedule too, and uh, it's an you know I think it gives your kids confidence that you're not afraid of anybody. We'll play. You will play. Name the time. Name the place. We'll be there.
8: Right, right. And that was one of the biggest things too. I, I, I'm telling you, we have been nothing more than road warriors this year. I mean, every right, time I look at right. the schedule, I feel like we're traveling somewhere. We we made a couple trips to Indianapolis already this year, um, and then uh, in the way our schedule uh fell this year i mean it's just the fact that like like this weekend we're we were on the road for both of our conference games and and we'll do it again on friday uh but i think <laughs> our kids are taking it i mean they're taking right. it with stride i mean it's like kind of uh, you know hey uh do we do we play at home ever coach you know <laughs> right like, right we'll, we'll get there you know we'll we'll get there but uh you know right now um i think it's just uh, really important for us to to you know just keep grinding and uh, right. uh get right. get better um, stay connected as a team, and uh, yeah, and and we're we're going about seven deep on our bench, and, and we've got a couple guys coming off our bench that are helping us, um, a couple juniors, uh, really helping us. Anderson Smith and Luke Kurkowski, and that that's what we need. You know, we we just uh, we got to continue to develop that depth a little bit, and uh, really like where we're where we're at right now, but uh, but I, I still think we've got some room for improvement, and that that's what's really uh, rewarding with this group.
1: Heritage Hills, number 4-3-8 and tonight. They beat a good Washington team, 57-52. Nate Hawkins, thank you so much. Good luck next week. Well, I appreciate it, Coach, and I look forward to talking to you again. Oh, thank you so much. Scoreboard update coming up, then we'll talk with David Deaton from WKLO. This is Indiana Sports Talk.
2: I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. It's a tie game again at Lucas Oil Stadium. Fourth quarter action, plenty of time to go, 13-plus minutes. 17-all Texans and the Colts. And to reiterate it one more time, the winner of this game is going to make the playoffs. The loser more than likely is not. It's win and you're in. And also the winner of this game has a shot to win the division, the AFC South. That's because Indianapolis, Houston, and Jacksonville are all 9-7. The Jaguars play the 5-11 Tennessee Titans tomorrow. If the Titans beat the Jaguars, the winner of this game, Houston or Indianapolis, would be the division winner. Matt Gay just hit his third field goal of the game. He's 3-4 of four on field goal tries. The one that missed went off of the upright. And Gardner Minshew in the game under center, 109 yards, 11 to 21. Breaking news right now, though, Jonathan Taylor, who has a touchdown run in the game, 165 yards. He is questionable to return. Taylor went to the locker room with a heel issue. And again, it is questionable, that update coming in recently. CJ Stroud, 13-19 with two touchdown passes, including Houston's first play from scrimmage, a 75-yard bomb to Nico Collins. Houston's got the ball, 17-all, Colts and the Texans. The Pacers lost tonight to the Celtics. It was a final 118-101. Indiana snaps a six-game winning streak. They're 20-15 on the campaign now as the Pacers in that central division, just a little bit behind the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm Brendan King.
4: Welcome back. everyone. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between.
1: Everyone, let's talk some high school basketball. David Deaton from WKLO joins me. A girls game and a boys game, right? Did you have double duty today?
3: Yeah, we had a matinee girls game this afternoon down in Henryville and then made the short jaunt up to Scottsburg tonight for a boys game. So a doubleheader day and thankfully not a very long drive today going from Henryville to Scottsburg from this afternoon to this evening. Girls get a win,
1: 41-35. David, tell me about how they're able to win this game.
3: Well, the Orleans girls are who we saw on our sister station, WSEZ, this afternoon. They went down to Henryville to play a, a much improved Lady Hornets team under head coach Tuesday Guernsey. They're in their fifth year with Coach Guernsey, and incidentally, she was in the middle school program when current Corridan Central girls uh, coach Josh Conrad was the head coach at Henryville, and Coach Conrad's <laughs> Henryville team's had a lot of success down there. So Coach Guernsey right. kind of taken some pages out of Coach Conrad's book defensively, and Without a doubt it worked really well today. This was a back and forth game throughout, it had three ties and eight lead changes. Henryville was able to grab the lead in the second quarter on a big shot, and then Orleans before the end of the quarter and going into halftime, Miley Knight, their junior forward, got a three from the left wing. She hit it off the side of the rim. And then Chelsea Ralph, who is a freshman and an impressive freshman at that for Orleans, another forward at five nine. She got the rebound, turned around, fadeaway 12-footer, swished it at the horn to give Orleans a one-point lead going into halftime. And from Man. then on, it was kind of back and forth again, couple mm-hmm. lead changes in the third quarter. But Orleans, as they've done all year, Coach, using their defense to create offense right. and did a great job with that. Miley Knight, again, mentioned her. She stepped up big in the second half, had eight points in the third and made five of six free throws down the stretch. Orleans got the lead to seven. Henryville flashed it down to three in the fourth quarter. And Orleans looked like they might not be able to survive this one, but they found a way. They made stops when they had to. They got the free throws to go down. And the Lady Bulldogs win forty one to thirty five over Henryville. A very impressive win for Orleans to get to fifteen and one on the season, number seven in class wow. A. And for Henryville, they're now eleven and five, but a very resilient team and a team I think that could make some noise in sectional forty six and two A later on. They're very good defensively and for Orleans, This is their eighth straight win. They've got one more home game left on Tuesday with White River Valley, and then they hit a stretch where they go to Borden, to Lanesville, on the road to Crawford County and Austin. So they've got a very tough schedule coming up here down the stretch before they get into sectional play, but a really good road win today for the Lady Bulldogs at Henryville.
1: The uh, Lady Bulldogs, good win. All right, so you also uh, did – uh, Harrison and Scottsburg on the boys' side. Is that right?
3: Yeah, North Harrison traveled to Scottsburg. Of course, the Cougars right. played Austin last night at home, and so uh, Scott County weekend is what we call it with North Harrison okay. on the schedule, playing Austin at Scottsburg, and the, the Cougars played really well last night coming off a two-week break after the Gibson County Teamwork Classic, and... And I, I thought really put their best game together. That's what Ross Schultz, the head coach of the Cougars, said. But this young team went on the road tonight and played a really good Scottsburg team. They're number nine in 3A, and I mean right. Jack Miller, their six six guard. My goodness, coach, this guy can shoot the basketball. He was on <laughs> fire tonight. He had 30 points in this contest, 26 in the first half, and wow. once he got going, there was no stopping him. Wyatt Zellers, their six nine senior forward, had 20. He got cooking there in the second quarter and got a couple got a dunk for good measure in the third quarter. So a very impressive effort from Scottsburg. Cody Clancy their point guard was out of the contest tonight he rolled his ankle earlier this week so mm. he was not able to play tonight but a lot of young guys for Scottsburg got in there, got some quality time and they just ran away from the Cougars. They won 69 to 19. North Harrison struggling. The young team going on the road after playing so well last night, but Scottsburg is a very good basketball team there. Obviously, the team made it to the Final Four last year in 3A and had a chance to do it again this year. And after seeing Heritage Hills last week and Scottsburg this week, those are two teams in 3A that have a chance to intend and both have a chance to make a deep run in the postseason. So Cougars will have to try to brush this one off, get back next week against Eastern Pekin at home and try to bounce back against the Musketeers in another conference game on their home court.
1: David Eaton from WKLO. David, as always, thank you for the great work. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Coach, you as well. Thank you. Welcome back, everybody. Glad you're with us. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network Driven, the number two, save lives.org. Sign up today. Help lives in the future. Anyone can sign up. No age limits. No health restrictions to sign up to be an organ donor. Every 10 minutes, someone is added to the donor transplant waiting list. There are more than 1,000 Hoosiers waiting for a life-saving organ transplant. And by signing up to be an organ and tissue donor, you can help save eight lives and heal 75 others. Again, the important website driven, the number two, savelives.org. Brendan King, what is going on in that football game?
2: Chaos. That's what's going on. I mean, penalties all over. Jonathan Taylor's hurt. He's in the locker room.
1: Uh, Taylor was
2: questionable, just got downgraded to doubtful, which is not good news. It's an ankle problem. And C.J. Stroud is marching down the field coach. He just completed a pass, let's see, 15, 20 yards maybe, to Nico Collins, but they're going to credit a few more because of a horse collar tackle. So the Texans are going to be at the goal line first and oh. goal with six and a half to go in the fourth quarter
1: what's the score
2: 17 all let's see I'm not trying to do play-by play here oh. but the Texans just scored 620 oh, yeah. to go right 620 to go Colts will be down 2417.
1: oh that's plenty of time it is plenty don't of time nervous.
2: well coach oh, you, you don't want to be nervous yeah. but your best offensive threat is out of the game I
1: nah, don't get nervous well, oh How I'm, I'm not nervous six minutes?
2: I'm not nervous I'm just yeah. trying to t- you know with Taylor out of the game coach uh, coach we've seen it a million times this year Taylor ah, in on. versus Taylor out is a big deal and uh we'll see what happens.
1: Well, okay, okay, Mister Negative. <laughs> never, never. Oh,
2: yeah, not negative. Being real, being so, real. Yikes!
8: Wow. Hey, hold on, it's been Houston. Fun hold game on to watch. a minute. Right. Hold
2: on a minute. Houston just missed the point after twenty-three seventeen. Are you kidding? Not me? kidding. I'd get a new.
1: I that kicker's played his last game. See, you know. Oh my! We we need you to we need you to make a chip shot in a literally a playoff game is wow. what we're asking you wide to left all right wide so left. so now there's uh there's there's time and um colts have to score and make an extra point right score and make that an simple. extra point
2: and then probably hold them i mean 620 you know i would be surprised if an entire drive uh-huh, uh-huh. took that up but still you know for sure i mean the the goal of this right now is to go and Ooh. score, but again the issue coach j t's got 165 yards of your total offense today that's oh. more than half um so yeah again that's that's yeah. a huge missing cog right there, but we'll see how it goes right i
1: understand so since i i try to pay attention to to my radio show i i I do not have a tv <laughs> so i'm I'm, re, I'm living vicariously through you right now okay I got you. All right, brother. Brendan King coming up with a scoreboard update. I'm thinking he'll lead with the Colts and the Texans. We're going to come back, talk some more basketball on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.